0: Hello and welcome back to This Lovely Mess. This is the name of my podcast. Uh, surprise, I don't think anybody knew that. Um, this is a podcast where we we talk about different things in our lives that we are having a hard time letting go of and forgiving ourselves for letting ourselves off the hook. So today I have a guest. My guest is... Hi everybody, my name is Courtney. <laughs> Courtney, um, I did check with Courtney ahead of time and made sure she felt comfortable not being anonymous. And we are also talked about any conversation topics that are no-go, uncomfortable, because I wanna make sure that Courtney feels completely confident and comfortable talking to me about some vulnerable topics. Um, so Courtney, if it's okay with you, I just wanna ask you a couple of fun questions because I, I feel like anybody who's listening or not, I don't know, who's listening? Hello, maybe, maybe I have a listener. I hope I have one listener. Um, anyone who's listening might just want kind of the picture painted for them. So Courtney is visiting from um, Southern California. Los Angeles. And so she's actually sitting across from me at my dining room table, which is such a luxury. And it's about a thousand degrees in here. Give or take. Yeah, we had to turn off the air conditioner for sound quality. Um, and regretting every moment of that decision. So I'm going to ask you a couple fun questions, um, and they're just designed to be fun, quick answers so the audience can get to know you. Oh, cool. All right. <laughs> Learn what you sound like. Yay. Cool. So, Courtney, what's your favorite color? Ooh. Blue and
1: purple, so if I had to pick one,
0: blue. Blue. What is your weirdest nickname growing up? <sighs> uh,
1: Coco. My sister came up with that when she was like learning to talk.
0: Coco. And she couldn't say Courtney. So it was Coco for a long time. Oh, that's <laughs> so cute. Mine's Schnuckleberry. Schnuckleberry. What? Really weird. I- <laughs> Beats me. Good question. Um, What is your astrological sign and is it accurate? Gemini yes <laughs> <laughs> what's the description quickly of a Gemini um two
1: different personalities at different times and I think they most of the time I am one personality 100% and then all of a sudden drop of a hat that's really else. fun
0: because uh anyone who's listening if you don't know Courtney like I know Courtney she's an actress so having multiple personalities is a positive is like perfect for work um who was your 90s crush Can I say all of them? Uh, There were so
1: many. Uh, Biggest one I would say would be Justin Timberlake.
0: Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But there were a lot. Oh, gosh. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Oh, yes. Um... Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio, DiCaprio. <laughs> and at that time when they all had the same haircut. Yes, yep, and like Nick, uh, same
1: from the Backstreet Boys had it too. Yeah, but I, I was never his fan. Sorry, yeah, sorry if you're listening, Nick. Whatever.
0: If you are cool, if you are, that's a great get for me. And I was about to say that I was more of an InSync kid, but I take it back. If Nick's listening, 100%. we were totally Backstreet Boys One hundred percent. No, I
1: was definitely an InSync girl. Myself.
0: What's the most recent song you had on repeat? Recent. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I like to ask that instead of your favorite
1: song, because that's just impossible to answer. That's very true, because there are very, mi- very many from very many decades. But more recently, I really listen to the radio a lot, so there's not a whole lot of songs on repeat. Um, actually, probably my snooze station that I listen to when I'm going to bed for, like, getting myself in the relaxation. winding down, mm-hmm. relaxation mindset. So I don't know if that counts. What's but- on that? Uh, it's, give me it, an example. Of what's they're on actually on YouTube, oh. and it's, it's like it's called meditation, and you can find the ones that are like for sleeping and relaxation. There's some that are just ocean waves, which I really like. Oh, I like that. Some that have like tinkling waterfall sounds with mixed in with piano music. It's nice. I like to
0: think that if I ever uh, had an office job and was so stressed out with like a deadline that I would just listen to ocean waves while filling out a white Excel noise spreadsheet. Just, yep, um, that really does help. So. Uh, if you were to have a last meal. What would your last meal be? Filet mignon. Ooh. With we talked like, about this at dinner time. I know we did. <laughs> okay, filet mignon. How, how would it be cooked? Rare. Oh, yeah. 100%. Anything
1: on the side? I like me some potatoes. So some sort of potato of some kind. I like O gratin, but it's not my, like, I have to. Okay. But any kind of potato. And what and would you have to drink? Oh, hold on, hold on. That was oh, okay. the oh, it wait, okay. Okay, <laughs> multiple sides. I, I like the, um, I also like, like green beans, broccoli. I love all fruits and vegetables, so any kind of green would be great. Um, and to drink some sort of fruity cocktail, maybe a lemon drop even.
0: Those are good, too. I love that. I love that. A lemon drop of filet mignon cooked rare with greens and potatoes. There you go. Very good. All okay, right, now I'm hungry again. Didn't we just? So, eat? <laughs> I know, right? We just ate. Um, we had sandwiches, and some delicious. and some wine, and cookies, and some spiked sparkling. Whatever this is, yeah. And uh, just a blanket statement, as always, uh, apologies in advance for any puppy noises. <laughs> and, from, me, from me, not the dog. And anything anything random. This is a really casual podcast. I like it that way. And so we're just chilling in my living room. So um, tell me what, what interests you and what brings you to this podcast. What did you want to talk about today?
1: Well, the main thing that i haven't been able to kind of get past in the in the recent recent past has been um a breakup that i went through mm-hmm. just very recently and i haven't really been able to give myself permission that it was okay that it ended mm. because there were so many things that went into it that i was thinking were one way mm-hmm. and ended up being a completely other direction and i wasn't able to actually understand that it's okay that that it was a false representation. So I was going into it thinking we were going down this path. He was going into it knowing we weren't going down that path. And to understand that even though we weren't on the same page there, I wasn't allowing myself to understand that I'm not stupid. I didn't just have like, dumb moments where it's like I was too trusting and all of this you know I need to be able to forgive myself to understand that he was just a very good at making me see what I wanted to see and some of those things were even not even necessarily what he was presenting but the fact that it was a new relationship I was seeing things through rose-colored glasses mm. and that's something that is very difficult for me to accept and acknowledge that relationships have a a beginning a middle and an end Mm-hmm. And what, when this one ended, I kept going back to the beginning and the middle going, where did this go wrong? Was this my fault? You know, was did I miss? What did intimacy? I miss? What, what were the red flags that I should have noticed right away? Right. And I was too hung up on the, on those things rather than it just sometimes runs its course. And I still feel that it was like, I keep going back going, yeah, but things were so good at the beginning. Things were going this direction. So what did I miss? And why can't I feel closure with it?
0: It sounds like you've done a lot of processing about it already. Oh, so yeah. So <laughs> when did this breakup happen? Um, just about a month ago. Just about a month ago. And we've already decided that we're going to protect the identity of this person because it's unfair to bring them into something without them being able to defend themselves. Um, so this is very much one side of a story, of yes. course. It's only fair to say that. Um, and the name that we're going to give this person is... Brett. Brett. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Brett. So... So, so if you your said, name is Brett
1: and you're listening no I'm really, it's sorry. not
0: about you. <laughs> we apologize um so so you said both that it's run its course, but also that there were red flags and and it sounds a little mutually exclusive when I don't think it needs to be, just first of all, I think that there any time that a relationship doesn't work out which is a lot of the time Mm -hmm. um that there are red flags that we that are both okay that we didn't catch and also something that we should pay attention and learn from Mm -hmm. right yes so do you want to give us just a little bit of a backstory about um how this relationship came to be and just kind of just a quick little synopsis of of what came to fruition from this relationship? Uh,
1: Background was that we met uh, when we both were, I I went to see a show that he had been participating in and met him because of the afterward gathering that they had and I Mm -hmm. got to meet the cast and the reason why was because my friend had directed it. Mm -hmm. And so I basically asked her, who was that? (laughs) And we kind of had a very instant... So you were taken by yeah, him. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I saw him on the stage, so how much are you really going to get to know somebody by, first of all, they're playing a role. Second of all, they're however many feet from you. You know, mm-hmm. you can't really get a sense of who somebody is by that. But I was still at least taken with this presence that I saw on and stage. And as another actor, right? it's a and little it's, bit different. Talent is very attractive to me, yeah. and I'm not going to say that lightly. It is a very attractive quality to me. And he had... He had talent, he had charisma, he had, you know, everything that I was kind of drawn to at that point. So I just asked her point blank, who's that guy? And she's like, oh, let me introduce you. To Brett. (laughs) To Brett, yes. (laughs) And it was an instant connection at that point. We hung out the entire night. Like, and I mean, entire night, we stayed out until 6 a.m. We drove home in traffic. Mm. (laughs) And home, I mean, like, obviously to our separate separate homes but Mm -hmm. both of us Mm -hmm. being in traffic when we were on our way home and then I messaged him when I got home I said I don't know if you would be interested to know that I made it home safely but I did and I was really kind of expecting him to be more most like oh that's really soon I don't I don't know you Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, even though we did hang out for a full however many hours that was It didn't feel like it was necessarily going to be appropriate, but I was at least letting him know. And he was like, I'm so glad you let me know that I was, that you were home. He's like, because I really did want to know. And because of that, because of many things that I will eventually talk about, it was very different than any relationship I'd ever been in. I never felt like somebody really connected with me that quickly, really wanted to know about my safety, you know, all these things that were like good things. Um the other good things were that the next day, you know, I immediately wanted to see him again. He immediately wanted to see me and we just we started dating like that same day. Like it wasn't even just a let's get to know you. I want to get to know immediately, you're in just a immediately in a relationship. There was no there was no question to either of us. It was just like, Oh, we're we're together. It wasn't like are we dating? It was like we are and we're in the relationship. Um and then our first real date when we went out for an outing, he had taken me I forget to this this place that he said that he knew we looked for it for maybe about 10 minutes and he says huh I thought it was right over here but I guess it it's not and then he did finally find it but it was like on like the opposite side of the street that he remembered and that was just me kind of thinking oh he just he didn't know or he forgot you know whatever like I I didn't even think two things about that now of course that I'm thinking back in the relationship it might have meant something a little bit more but when we were there, and as we're getting ready to pay for dinner, he scanned this. They scan his card, and it was declined. And he mm. says, "Oh right, I forgot. I just made a major purchase." And
0: to me, that now, happened, that happens to me sometimes. Yes. I I have a limit on exactly. one of my cards, and sometimes if I you know just bought a couch or pay a to the mechanic for something or whatever it they will flag it because right. it's unusual for me to make yes, large purchases exactly and just right. have to give them a quick phone call but he didn't say like oh let me just make a no. quick phone call it, w- it was can you grab this one i'll get you know and i'm like oh yeah sure at that
1: time no problem now i'm like hmm how much of a red flag was that <laughs> hmm. um and there were just things like that that kept happening throughout our little tiny relationship that we had because we actually lived up in northern california for well i don't know how long he was actually here total um but i do know at that point in his life he had been back here for about 10 years i've grown i grew up here all my life as you know but Mm -hmm. our viewers don't know this Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and i just recently moved to los angeles so Mm -hmm. he and i did that together.
0: And that was on a Tell me about that because that I mean, okay, so full disclosure you guys, Courtney's one of my best friends. So I've known her for a while and I've known this about her for a while. She um is a brilliant actress Aww. and she has always had the dream of moving to LA to pursue her career as an actress. And so that has always been a priority. So I remember when she met Brett that um, Stop giggling at Same. the name. He ac- actually, Brett just sounds kind of like one of our 90s right. like, crushes. Sounds like he should have that right. hair. Right, the, yeah. the haircut and everything. Um, I'm Brett. So Brett? Uh, <laughs> like, yeah, he just, like,
1: throws, throws the hair his clip. surfboard
0: to the side and tosses his hair. Hey, Courtney. <laughs> uh, can you get this one for me? I'll <laughs> catch you next time. Um, so I remember when you met him and you were like, well, this is kind of bad timing because I want to move to LA. So tell us a little bit about the conversation when you had that conversation with him. It didn't even feel like a conversation. I literally
1: said hey so here's the thing I've known you for less than a month but I feel like I need full disclosure with you. I'm planning to move to LA with or without you but I need you to at least know this is what's happening and that's basically the sentence I was planning to say. Instead, I got through the, I'm moving to L.A., and he goes, when are we leaving? (laughs) I was like, oh, okay, (laughs) and it really just was that simple. It was like, well, I want to be gone by this date. You want to come with me, so now we're looking together, which is great, because then that means Mm -hmm. I can afford a bigger apartment.
0: That means Mm -hmm. that I can not feel so alone because I'm seriously nobody down there. Yeah, so all of that was positive. In the moment, it was so charming uh-huh. to have somebody just like, no, I, I see something in you, and I, and I'm, there's nothing keeping I'm an me actor here. here. I'm an actor too.
1: There's yeah. nothing keeping me here. So let's, let's do this together. Sure, let's
0: go. Yeah, yeah. So that was that was endearing and charming. Yep. Um, okay, so you get to LA. Yep. Tell me a little bit about, you know, you've you found the place. Yep, I did. How did you get there? Uh, we actually.
1: Uh interesting very interesting story. Um most people use like a uh moving a company, moving company rent yeah, rent rent a rent a truck, you, you know, call. make sure that you pack up the stuff that you can fit you like and I think they even have them with with the sizes right like studio apartment this size truck and you just hitch it to the back of your car right yeah Yeah. and then you go and so like i said well you know we need to have the studio size because we both like you're coming from a two-bedroom apartment i'm coming from a little tiny bedroom i was living uh did he live there alone or did he at that time he had a roommate prior so he had stuff that belonged to them so luckily not all of it was his but he still had a lot more stuff than just a studio sized Mm -hmm. uh van or excuse me uh truck would fit So, I had told him that, you know, we need to downsize because we're going to be going into a studio, so we should probably get a studio-sized truck. How long
0: have you been dating at this point?
1: At this point, because we moved in October and we started dating in March, so not very long at all. Yeah, not That is
0: quick to move into it, but I've been
1: there. But that was exactly it, is that I wasn't really expecting him to say yes to the move. So, I think that even though he did say yes and it was fast, I still was swept up in the whole... But yeah. it's meant to be because he wants to go. We're gonna do this. It's of course fast, but it's it's good. It's it's yeah. the what needs to happen. And like I said, I didn't want to really feel alone there. So of course. Um, but then uh so I say all this to him that we're this is where I'm coming from, this is what you're coming from, we need to get all of that into a studio sized truck. And He's like, oh, no, no, no. I've already looked at the prices on on moving moving trucks. They're way too expensive. He's like, what I think we should do is buy a used van that we can then put all of our stuff in. He's like, whatever fits in there comes with us. He's like, first of all, it would be practically the same amount of money. And uh, he's like, if we can find a van that we can afford for, say, $2,000, it would be about the same amount of money. And then we would be able to own the van, which means we can turn around and sell it when we get there. Which means that we will just get back
0: all the money we put into it. Have you looked into how much a truck would have cost? At this point, yes. At that point, no. So at this point, how much would a truck would have?
1: I, I want to say it was less than five hundred dollars, round like including the gas that you put into it, including the mileage that they tack onto it, and you can
0: return it right then. You know, at the. At the same, at at like the, a like, U-Haul yeah, in, in, in Southern California. In Southern yeah. It's not like you have to drive it all the way back up. Yes. So less than 500. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just wanted to get that. Yes. No, good. <laughs> out there. Good call. Um, So when I, since I didn't look it up,
1: I'm thinking already. That and you've never done this before. I've never done this before, but on my own, you know, I've always had, you know, either. And he says he's done all the research. Yeah. And so I just kind of give him the benefit of the doubt. And it's like, okay, well, the idea of us having a van to get down there. And knowing that we can turn around and get our money back actually sounds great. Yeah. Because then we aren't out any money. Right. It's not just that, that we didn't spend the 500 which, like I said, I didn't know at that point. But, but even
0: if you did, this plan it it still, still works. It sounds like a pain in the butt, but, you know, it still works because then, yeah, you end up
1: not losing anything. Right. So I I went along with it completely. We couldn't then tow my car, which meant that I would have to actually drive it. So that was the that was the only downside that I was seeing, was that then I'd have to put more miles on on my car. But that was a good flip side for me when I was thinking that we could get all of our money back. So we found a van that was reasonably at at 2000. It was like a I don't know, like a 2007, I think, something like that. It wasn't a very old fan. It wasn't very new either, but it was still really reasonably priced for what we wanted. Mm-hmm. It was a very good size. It was one of those bigger rams that were like mm-hmm. the, I, I don't remember what the number is on it, but it was definitely a larger size. So we were able to fit, you know, our bed in it. Mm-hmm. We were able to fit, well, I guess not our bed at that point. It was his bed that became our bed. Um, we were able to fit both of our dressers in it and lock, and all of our clothes. So everything basically fit in that van. I don't think hardly anything went into my car. So... Mm-hmm. Drove down there, and we didn't sell the van. (laughs) How come? That's a good question. And the biggest reason that he could ever give me was the fact that we needed to make some extra money. And the way we were going to make some extra money was to, have you seen those little scooters that go around town Uh that people can rent? Yeah. There are people that charge them. Uh huh. And he was going to pick up a bunch of those scooters and charge them, and then release them, and do that over and over and over again, and make us some really hard-earned cash and lots of money. And how much do you get paid for something like that? At the least, five dollars a scooter. At the most, twenty dollars a scooter. The most. Okay. So that's if you find one that is like basically off the radar. If somebody has taken it into their own backyard, oh, you can't it. get into it because it's it's been missing for for that long. And so how it's long does bucks. it
0: take to charge? Um, basically overnight. So it's, I think it was roughly six to eight hours. How many would he get in one go? Most of the time it was between five and ten in our studio apartment. Okay. Studio-sized apartment. So he would take ten scooters into your studio-sized apartment to make... To charge them, leave at three to five a.m. in the mornings, waking me up. To make about fifty to hundred dollars depending on how many scooters so if he got 10 he's getting $10 okay so that's not terrible, terrible but that's no way to live no. <laughs> and, and that's considering not, the not really a job especially when I
1: can't I can't sleep well then you know yeah. especially since he's up late at night getting the scooters yeah. so when he comes home I wake up then when he leaves I wake up so it's not a good night's sleep Which, as you know, for an actor, we just
0: doesn't. We need our beauty rest. It just doesn't work, and to have scooters in the studio. Okay, okay. So, so that's how he's making money. He's probably bringing in how much? Not a lot.
1: Not a lot. Okay, maybe three, three to five hundred, depending on the month, because of the fact that he also did odd jobs with, like doing um, what he calls shops, which are to go into say. Let's say you go into a, an eye doctor's office and you need to buy a pair of glasses. There's somebody who will go there specifically with certain things that they have to look at and say, okay, did they ask me this question? Did they do mm-hmm. this? Did they do that? She's a mystery shopper. Yeah, exactly. Secret shopper. Yep. And so that makes hardly anything. Plus, they have to pay out of pocket first, then get reimbursed, and then get their money.
0: Okay. So, a lot of odd jobs. mm mm-hmm. um, And how much is your rent? Was twelve seventy five, then plus all of the
1: taxes and everything ended up being thirteen twenty five each month.
0: Okay,
1: so plus utilities.
0: How was that going? So <laughs> you guys, sorry, just surprised. So all it taken, it to the notes. <laughs> taking a step. Um. So how is how is that going? So you're both. So you're pursuing your dream here. You're trying to trying to act. Trying to you know network and mm-hmm. get some friends and kind of get in just moved down here you don't really know anybody um let's be clear
1: I know nobody that is of importance right I have a few cousins that live in the area but they're not
0: connected to this so it's hard it's hard to just wake up one morning and go to a cattle call I mean and you can Mm -hmm. and maybe should but there's also a lot of other ways to kind of get ahead and you try and network and figure out if you have friends who know people who can get yep. you connected, who can do this. So you go to meetup groups, you go to all sorts of different things. So you're trying to do this. You're also doing dog sitting. Yes. And you are making your monthly minimum.
1: Yeah. And it's basically just enough. Like I And I've always been afraid of doing just those two things. But then when he and I decided to move together those worries kind of lifted because Mm -hmm. I thought, okay, great. We're going to have two incomes then Mm -hmm. I'm not going to have to worry that, Oh yes, I want to do the acting thing. I, this is what I'm going to be doing for my career. But right now it, it won't be, you know, because it's going to have, I'm going to have to give it time to do what it needs to do before I can make money. So I'm not expecting to make money from acting, but I was expecting to make money from Rover, which is the company that I work for for the dog sitting which and you have an excellent
0: rating, yes, and everybody six, should book you. 66
1: five-star reviews. Thank you very Ooh. much. <laughs> and growing, hopefully. Um, but I, and I do know that I, I book from those, and I know that I am guaranteed at least, say, $500 a month.
0: Mm-hmm. But
1: that's just from me. So I thought, when he said this, it was like, great, that means I don't have to then get an actual serious grown-up job. You know, I don't have to also then work a nine-to-five and do the acting thing, because to me that sounded like a lot of work.
0: And not only a lot of work it, it's nearly impossible because you won't be able to to have the availability right. to do shoots so okay so tell me a little bit about from here just a quick little snapshot how's rent going as of this moment or just just from that point oh to, from this point from two that months point on, ago okay so before um
1: everything started going really downhill um we were doing okay at the beginning But then I started realizing that the okay was because I was putting more of the rent on me and not realizing how much of the rent was falling to me. And it didn't occur to me until I had to put rent one month on my credit card. Mm. And that was like the biggest wake-up call to realize, wait a minute, if I'm having to do this, how much has he really been contributing? So I kind of went back and looked up to see how, how much I was actually putting forward every month. And even though, yes, he was paying other certain bills and putting money in my account when, you know, he had made money so that I cuz he doesn't have a bank account. Let's be honest with that. His his card that he had used that first date was a PayPal card. So that wasn't a real credit card. He doesn't like those kinds of things. So he doesn't have any bank account as far as I know. I mean, he might have something hidden somewhere that I've not even known about. Um he does bank with Chase in some kind of capacity. I think it's a business account. But i don't think it makes him very i don't basically think it's basically just a way for him to cash checks i think so um so all i know is that that i'm looking at my account i'm looking at how much he's giving to me and i'm adding it up and it doesn't it doesn't compute especially since i've been also purchasing things for us like we needed a refrigerator when we moved into that unit there was no no fridge and they said well you have to provide that so instead of me just buying one i said to him hey what fridge do you want and for some reason I think I already had one foot out the door at this point even though I didn't know it because I was like what fridge do you want what color do you want because I won't I won't want the fridge if we're (laughs) if somewhere something down the line happens you can take it and he's like oh okay well we'll choose this color and I don't like it at all but it's not mine I don't care but I purchased it um also bought a laptop
0: for him and a bunch of other things that kind of added up and so what happened with the laptop? Just because you didn't go into it buying him a laptop. No, the, the laptop. Because that just sounds, you're making yourself sound like so generous. Well, <laughs> I the, bought a fridge, <laughs> the one he wanted. I got him a laptop. Well, let's be honest, I am a very generous person. You are. You are.
1: Uh, no, the, the plan for the laptop, I never would have said, yes, let's go buy you a laptop, especially since he had one already. The problem was is his laptop always had to be plugged in. So he needed a new laptop. Um, and I was like, okay, that sounds like he fine. needed a new battery something. But it was also an old old laptop. So I don't know if they even okay. made a battery for that anymore. It was it was a tank, let's okay. be honest. Okay. But uh long story short is that he said that he needed one. He said but he knew he couldn't afford one right now. So he said instead I kind of, he wanted to kind of try to play the system a little bit and decide which one he wanted so he would buy one, then he'd return it if he didn't like it, you know play that game because you have you know what
0: 30 days or something
1: exactly a 30 day you know money back guarantee you can do the return and it's no problem especially with specific stores like electronic stores like fries or Mm -hmm. best buy and something like that so we go into the store and we finally buy one that he really really likes this is the second or third laptop now that he's on that he's bought and then returned which both of those were actually with his own money so i'm not sure why this third one ended up being where he's like okay so if you buy it i'll return it in 30 days and i'm like okay well he's been doing that It didn't even occur to me that I should say no your laptop your money but instead I was like okay he's gonna return it in 30 days and then before I know it he's like oh it's been 31 days I can't return it anymore so I just bought you a laptop (laughs) happy birthday merry Christmas happy new year (laughs) like I mean seriously I didn't I didn't realize that 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 was happening until
0: it had already happened that's so interesting because I didn't realize that he had done that multiple times before and that the one time that he asked you to pay for it was the time that he didn't return it and what's his go-to for any other thing that maybe goes a day over you know the 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 limit courtney you paid for this right (laughs) you know usually it's i'll see you in court like here take (laughs) it you have to take it back you have to take it back right customer's always right you have to take it back right
1: we've got uh he also had access to my car the entire time that I w- that we were down there. And finally I just. I couldn't handle that anymore. Because I think there was two tickets. From that car. Plus it got towed once. So. That was. Definitely.
0: Two tickets. It got towed. It, di- <laughs> it didn't just get towed. He got it towed. He got it towed yes. But he got the tickets too. So <laughs> He got the tickets. He got it towed. He got a ticket and didn't tell you about it until it until it was late. Late. Yeah. <laughs> See a pattern? So he was going to let you get like sent to claims or something. It was a um
1: a toll, a toll ticket. Mm. And so I he said you can I can't call on this. You have to do it because it's in your because the car's in your name, which mm-hmm. is true. So I called and they, he's like, I can't backdate it that far. I was like, well, what do you mean? It, it says on the thing that you can... And then I looked at the date and realized, oh, no, you, no, time you can't backdate it that far because he's an idiot. And uh, and he's like, what do you mean you can't backdate it that far? They, It says specifically on here, and I said, it says specifically on here that they can only backdate it for this many days. It says it in crystal clear. He's like, well, then tell him you see him in court. And I'm like, for doing the law? <laughs> like, I'm this is not his it's not problem. his problem it's it's ours now so he's like okay i guess um he he wanted to uh what do you call that um send it back in and like try to get a, like a reclaim on it you know so that we could not have to pay the $25 i was like no i i'm just going to pay the $25
0: because this is on us not on them so uh, so okay so two two tickets towed but then also completely filthy yes yes (laughs) because i had i had zero well yes i mean it it, it, new to me it was a
1: 2017 i bought it in 2018 so to me that is like might as well be brand new um excuse me because the car i had before that was a 2001 and i got it in 2006 and it had the roll-up windows that you know Mm -hmm. you had to do (laughs) crank manually so i this to me was like a dream to have automatic windows and to have a stereo system that actually worked
0: properly and a car that worked properly that you didn't have to, to worry about. Yes, and it was yeah. new and it would run. And it was new and, and, and I loved it. And it actually still smelled like new car too when I first got it.
1: But he had ended up, I don't even know why he wasn't using the van at this point because we still had it, obviously. But he used my car to put scooters in. And so all on the top roof, there was like black marks from where the scooters had hit still are there because I haven't gotten cleaned yet
0: Mm-mm. oh yeah that's my birthday present too. You. you have to get it cleaned <laughs> so hear that people <laughs> I'm gonna get a car a clean car um so yeah I just like I remember
1: getting into the car one day into the passenger seat because at that point I was still struggling to drive in the LA area I'm good now I can do it mm-hmm. but at that point I was still Little, still, a nervous. still a little nervous about it and i just i remember the the color of the roof catching my eye the the way the pattern of the wheel look and i i looked up kind of twice like double take and i was like Brett what what are the what what is that and he's just like, oh yeah, the scooters and i'm like what do you mean like it's no but like, the scooters just kind of like uh ah. yeah like it's 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 just what where they go like what do you mean what are, what is it <laughs> it's another transportation part for the the scooters that's just where they like we and and I just like I don't even think I had words for them because I I was so confused isn't that what we kept the van for
0: isn't that why the van is still here Mm. for the scooters so so this just continues this sort of pattern of of taking advantage of you financially Mm -hmm. and your time and your commitment in this relationship because there was a time when it started to get rough and Mm -hmm. it looked like it was going to end and you kind of put it out there of I'm willing to fight for this if you're willing to fight for this yes absolutely um and you moved into a different place to try and kind of take a little bit of pressure off because mm-hmm. you guys were in this tiny, tiny little Tiny studio. little place. There was a lot of other things that were happening. Yeah. And it just, it felt like we maybe we just need a fresh start. Right. So you got out of that tiny studio. You got into a little bit of a bigger place to try and fight for this relationship. You were more vocal about your needs and, and what you saw. And, and it sounded like he kind of took advantage of that too because it seems now like he was never really ready to fight for anything
1: no and he but basically it was it he went from this when I told him point blank I'm not happy this is before we moved I Mm -hmm. said I'm not happy and he said well I'm still happy and so I took that as if you're happy that I'm unhappy that's not good but that's Mm -hmm. not really what I think you're trying to tell me I think you're just trying to say that however we're we're doing right now you're happy with which was not good in my eyes either because we weren't at a place that what that should have been happy all the things that were happening around the situations nothing was nothing was really good and Mm -hmm. i kept holding on to that that past stuff the stuff that i really felt the instant connection with him at the beginning you know like the rose colored glasses effect, I'm sure, you know, but it was just, I kept holding on to that, hoping that one day we could get back there. Of and course. even then, once we moved, and I said again, I'm not happy. And he said, But I am happy. I had all these flashbacks again of, Well, if you're happy in this relationship, then I don't know where this leaves us because I'm not happy being where I currently am. I'm only happy knowing that there's a possibility that we can get back to where we were. But if you are not, if you're happy with where we are now, then why would you be looking back? Because you're happy here. And then once I finally did end things with him, he went back on that and actually said, he never thought we could get back there. So to know that he thought we were just never getting back to this place is to me just the most unsettling. <laughs> Cause I, I would never want to just settle with, ah, it's okay, which means I'm it equates to I'm happy. Do you
0: think he knows what it is to be happy? That's a good question. I don't know.
1: His his childhood was very different than, than mine um, mm-hmm. growing up, and I don't know if that had a lot to do with who he is as a person today, but I'm sure it does. Mm-hmm. Um, He definitely doesn't sound like he has ever been really happy in any relationship because I know when we were first starting to date, he was totally gushing over the fact that he couldn't believe how happy he was then. Mm. So it could be that that was finally the time he really was happy and then it kind of really switched when we realized who each other were and where we were actually at at our at that point in our lives where we realized this wasn't going the same
0: the same way. So now at the end, knowing what you know now, kind of thinking back to the beginning, what do you wish that you had known? I mean, you can't really
1: know if somebody is a manipulator and a liar and that kind of capacity. And I don't know necessarily if he even knows it himself. Mm. Um, I guess I, I wish that I had taken the signs a little bit more to heart because I don't think, I think, I think there were signs that pointed to this kind of behavior. And instead of looking at them and actually understanding what those were, I kind of just swept them under the rug because I was so quote unquote happy. What would you have done differently? Well, for starters, I think the move to L.A. made us move in together a lot sooner than we probably would have, and if we hadn't moved in together, I probably wouldn't have seen all these things, so I'm glad that we did that, so I wouldn't have changed that. Also,
0: it got you to L.A. Mm-hmm. I know that we've had, we've had this conversation, conversation before, yeah. but, you know, do you think that you would have moved to L.A. that soon? Or that? You know, I I want to say yes, but yeah. I really don't think I would
1: have because I, I wasn't asking him for permission. That's definitely mm-hmm. true. When I told him this, it was because it was a very difficult thing for me to do. Like, when I brought it up to him, I was scared to do that because I knew that there would be a possibility of him saying, well, that sucks. See you Bye. later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and at that point, I was extremely smitten, and I would not mm-hmm. have wanted him to say that. Mm-hmm. But... um
0: See, yes. I I mean, and we've talked about this too. There's this there's this great poem about reason season or lifetime okay. and that people come into your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And everybody has a purpose. And I mean, Brett is somebody who seems like they have had a really difficult life. Um and they don't really know what it is to be a partner in a relationship right they don't really know what it means to be a partner in a relationship they don't really know what it means to be happy um, without conditions and they they don't really understand consequences mm-hmm. of their actions and they're in survival mode and they've always had to be in survival mode you know so everything is just like how can I get to next mm-hmm. how can I get to and they don't understand how to thrive, they just know how to come up bare minimum. Yep. And you know, I don't want to say none of it is their fault because they, you know, there is an age gap there, and I would hope that they would have learned a little bit more in that time, right? But you know, what it's neither here nor there, but I think that he has served such a, an important purpose in your growth you know and er, earlier we were talking about um, certain things that you kind of wish that you had had access to in terms of finding your own voice mm. at a younger age and feeling like a lot of your own kind of autonomy was taken away from you at a young age that you weren't kind of able to make your own decisions and Carve out your own path and find your own voice. Yeah, I always had to make sure that I did what my mommy wanted me to do. Exactly, exactly. And so we talked a lot about how you are having to do so much strength building now um, in your adulthood. Mm-hmm. And just from an outside perspective, watching you over the last couple of years, it's, you know, from when we met even to now, it's you've completely evolved like caterpillar to butterfly you know into you guys can't see but she's making me blush <laughs> into, it's probably just the heat it's like okay. a million degrees in here um you've evolved so much and Thank and you. the strength that you've found and the woman that you've become cuz i feel like when i met you you were still kind of this young young lady <laughs> like this young 26 year <laughs> old oh i just said how old i am now she... <laughs> this this, Don't do math. Don't do math. <laughs> this girl who was who was an adult in the sense that you were running your own business and you had a job and you were, you know, doing your passion all at the same time. And, you know, but still but this, still like, not. girlhood kind of thing. <laughs> but and, I did have my own business. That's true. Yeah. But, you, you know, in you, now you're just strong, empowered. You totally have a voice. and And it's a strong voice. And I think that a lot of it has come from dealing with this bullshit (laughs) yeah bullshit Brett that's what we call him (laughs) yeah that's that's what we call him all the time (laughs) totally his name but I think that getting you to LA in itself yeah was a huge a huge reason for this relationship I I totally agree it's a
1: weird one because I never would have expected that to come of a relationship but it definitely is a big one because I I needed to be there yeah and I've been saying that for years, so the fact that I actually did it is huge. Yeah,
0: it's huge. It's huge. Your family's That's here. That's actually
1: hard for me to acknowledge as well.
0: So. You, <laughs> you uprooted your life, moved away from your friends and family and your community that you built here to go chase a dream. That's huge. So many people don't ever do that because it's too scary. It is scary. Yeah, but you did it. And it's still scary it's, every day. Of course it is. <laughs> it's still a big deal. But now I don't have to pay somebody else's bills on top of it. Yay! Oh my gosh, how amazing! <laughs> what, going forward, what do you, what have you learned? You know, let's, if we were to turn this into a positive, which I I know it's still so fresh mm-hmm. and it still it feels like an open wound because, you know, regardless of how, uh, dysfunctional a relationship may be it still hurts when it ends yeah daisy might bark right now (laughs) the the neighbor's dog is going out for a potty daisy might just lose her mind but um regardless of how dysfunctional a relationship might be it still hurts like hell when it ends regardless because it's it's something that you've invested in and something that you lose and you have to mourn but Viewing it as a positive and a learning experience, what is there anything that you're taking away from it? Um, yes,
1: of course. I'm, let me just at least say that. I don't want you to think that there isn't by my pause. Um, but the the biggest thing for me is, like we've been saying from the beginning, the reason why we're having this conversation is because it's hard for me to say that I actually believe that this was the right thing to do sometimes. Not all the time. I'm finally getting better at that. Not every day do I feel this way. But there are so many days where, I'm, where I do feel like, was this the right call? And What's re- this? Break up with him. And the reason why is because I keep going back to those first few days, those first few weeks, those first few months when we were together, and I just could not get enough of him. And that's what keeps me thinking, well, if we had that once, couldn't we get that back? And I've realized that we can't get that back because he has already decided somewhere down the line, I don't know when it was, but somewhere he had decided we couldn't get that back. So it wouldn't matter if I was trying because he would never go back that far. So I guess with that being said, I have learned that not everybody has your same amount like your, your same amount of, of, I don't know what the word is that I'm trying to say here, but, um, Like, the same kind of amount of give to a relationship. Not everybody gives the same kind of thing to to a
0: relationship. No one invests the same amount. There you go. Yes. (laughs) And it should be Mm 50-50. And sometimes it wavers. Sometimes it's tough for one person, and sometimes it's 70-30. Sometimes it's 90-10. But over a longer period of time, it should even out to 50-50. And when it's very much not that's time to reevaluate. am I being taken advantage of mm-hmm. it's not and, even and am that's the lesson and the beginning the butterflies and the fun mm-hmm. and the ushy gushy stuff is is always magic at the beginning yeah. and sometimes it fades but it's unicorn magic it it's not real doesn't but it sounds like this in particular was like Like icing on a shit cake. (laughs) Yeah. Only image I can come up with is like, it's all very well decorated and it's all very much on the surface and Mm -hmm. very like, um, cultivated. And then once you cut into it, you realize, Oh, oh, there's nothing here. This is all an illusion that's being created for mm -hmm. me to hide this stuff. Like when you went over to his apartment for the first Uh, time and mm -hmm. he said, Oh, I don't usually. This isn't what this it looks isn't how like. The house normally this looks, isn't how it normally yeah. looks. And then you realized, oh no, this is how, how it, it always yeah. looks. This is how you live. You're a very messy person, and there's nothing. As a messy person, I'm a messy person too. There's there's let's nothing, be honest. There's nothing wrong with being a messy person, but if you're honest about it, and you say, hey. I was hoping to clean a little bit for you but you get to see I'm a messy person I need to change my ways and that's, that would that's be exactly it right? honest yep. right and and then it's up to you okay well do I still find this person charming and endearing or is this is too much this, is this a deal breaker is this gonna be my deal breaker yeah. out of all things um you know that's different but but to straight up lie about it yeah. you know that's icing on a shake cake yeah
1: and that's that's kind of how it was feeling in the small studio. It made the, the studio feel even smaller, was I was trying to keep it neat and tidy because we live basically in our living room. You know, like mm-hmm. that's all the space that we had. And I am a messy person, as I've said. So I vocalized that when we got there, I said, I'm a messy person, you're a messy person. So we both I'm need to be on top of it. Really hard to correct that behavior yeah. in myself. So I need you to do the same thing because this is a small space. Mm-hmm. We really need to make this an effort. Can you do that? Yes. Cupboards were left open all the time. Of course. And of it wasn't course. even like they're just left open. It was they were kind of halfway closed. Like he went, I tried and then stopped. Like, Ugh. that takes more effort to me than, oh, I just left a cupboard open and I didn't even realize it. Like, who who does that? Who closes it halfway? Me.
0: Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That. Well then, oh I gosh. Mean, back gosh. <laughs> and then I catch myself and I'm like, oh gosh, Courtney would hate this. <laughs> Close all the cupboards. So, okay, so the magic. And that, at the that wasn't it. Guys, just just so you know, that was the only thing. That's, that's why, why we I ended this relationship. It. I, I couldn't
1: handle the cupboards. Gosh, oh. the cupboards. Katie, I'm sorry, but, you know, we can't be friends
0: anymore, so bye. Oh, gosh. No, I'll change. I promise. So, you know, in my other conversations, um, I've kind of let everyone know towards the end here that if anyone's looking for everything to be wrapped up in a bow and neat tidy resolutions and you were keeping yourself uh, on the hook for something at the beginning of this conversation and now the weight has been lifted and everything is solved that that's not gonna happen sorry about it um life is hard Mm -hmm. and things are harder than that
1: don't worry I have a helmet
0: and you know it sucks right now and you're doing a really good job and I'm really proud of you Thank you. And Daisy's sneezing in appreciation. <laughs> um, enthusiastic sneezes. Um, I think that you've, you've learned a lot about you. You've mm-hmm. learned a lot about what you are willing to accept and what you're not willing to accept in relationships. I mean, and, and I hope that, that you uh, tuned your radar a yeah. little bit more finely for the red flags in life. Um, but it's hard for anybody when you meet someone and you have those butterflies mm-hmm. to see any red flags
1: but the good news is, is that I think going forward I plan on being very much focused on me and what I'm doing with my career and then hopefully that will make it so that the next time I'm open and ready for a relationship I will know exactly what I need from that relationship and it'll be very easy to see if it's not what I need
0: and I really hope that above all things that you've Because you are so kind and you are so generous and you are so empathetic and sweet and loving that you don't close yourself off, that you keep yourself open to people. Mm -hmm. And I talk about relationships, not just romantic relationships, not just Brett, but friendships and and work relationships and everything else that that you don't close yourself off, but you are more guarded in terms of being taken advantage Mm -hmm. of because the... The succubus of the world find you. Yes, and same, the, same here. You know, I I call it emotional currency. That for you it was literal currency mm-hmm. um, as emotional. well. But <laughs> um, but people who who need that and feed off of that will will find you and take advantage of you. Yeah. So you know, it sounds like that. I mean, just from as being your friend, that's the part that bothers me the most. Is that somebody took advantage of you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so, I hope that that's something that that you have more experience seeing now and can Me too. I mean a little bit. I earlier. can say it
1: all I want, but I hope that it actually is the truth when it comes to the future.
0: And that that's the thing too is I, I it's okay to make mistakes and it's okay to and I don't think that your relationship with Brett was a mistake at all. But in the future, if you meet somebody else and you don't pick up on that, that it's okay to make a mistake and it's okay to not see something and it's life. Yeah. Everything is important. Everything gets us to where we are. True. And uh, you have a new place to live. Yep. You're leaving tomorrow. Yep. You're heading down there, moving your stuff in and, you know, everything's onward and upward. Onward and upward and just a day at a time. And you've got it all sorted out. Dug yourself out. Now, here's the engagement portion for the audience. I'm going to be... Oh, thought you were going <laughs> to post a name. Courtney, we've decided don't move on so fast. Oh, okay. right. <laughs> you were going to take time Sorry, for you. Sorry, time for um, The engagement portion for the audience. So we've already talked about how um, Courtney bought Brett a laptop. So here's my question. If Courtney gets there tomorrow and <laughs> the laptop is left out Because Brett won't be there, so if the laptop is left out, should Courtney take the laptop? No. Considering (laughs) she bought it, it is hers. Should she take the laptop or leave the laptop with Brett? So go ahead, smash it. No. <laughs> so go ahead and uh, comment away wherever you listen to your podcasts, um, and let us know what you think. I can't believe you asked that question. Or what? What would you do? <laughs> Were you in her position? Um, thank you, Courtney, so much for joining me. Thank you. I appreciate you, and I love you very much. Yeah, me too. Um, thank for you. Me. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Please go ahead and uh, like, thumbs up. Let wherever. us go. if you have a Brett. Where- <laughs> a leeching. We <laughs> all have had a Brett. Um, I've had a Brett. Gosh. Uh, like wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please go ahead and comment. I love feedback. Please let me know what you think about this podcast. What do you want to hear? Are you interested in potentially being a guest on the podcast and talking about something that you are having a hard time letting go of? Let me know. And we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. <laughs>